Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent, Paging Doctor Douchebag, Crash Gladys, Getting Crash Position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off three. Freak Nation going into the Martinsville race this afternoon. There were eight, and now we're down to four. Three spots were up for grabs because I don't think Kyle Larson has lost a freaking race this year. Well, he did today, he damn did it. Today. Yeah, so we got we got our four set, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, and Martin Truex Jr. And like I have in the past, I, I got a lot of things done during the majority of this race. I started out, probably a lot of us did the same thing, started it out with uh, – you know, see the start of the race. Did they get through the first 10, 15 laps? Then I got a lot, some, some yard work, went out and got some uh, athletic you events. You did not, you're lying already. No. You did not see the first several laps of the race because you had to sit down and watch a movie to get ready for trick-or-treating tonight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's not even true. Actually, it is true, Crasher. I was neglecting my fatherly duties. I had the NASCAR race on my phone on Hulu while oh. my daughter was watching Descendants 3, and I was going, oh, that's a great, oh, that's my favorite part. Like, oh, did he? <laughs> <laughs> because our daughter is trick-or-treating as we speak as Evie. Yeah. Stat, man, we got our four for the NASCAR finale coming up in Phoenix next week, bud. The dumbest idea in the history of man, this whole playoff thing is just, I was sitting thinking watching this, be like watching Tom Brady drive for the winning touchdown against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and Miles Garrett jumps out of the third row and tackles the guy on the two-yard line. It, it just makes no sense whatsoever. Okay, so no way, shape, or form. Okay, then who was Miles Garrett and who was um, oh, today? Tom Miles Brady Garrett. today? No, he's talking about what could possibly happen in Phoenix next week. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that's that's you you got everything on the line. It makes it makes no sense. Imagine if Kyle Larson is rounding the fourth turn going to the going to the 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 finish and the championship and uh somebody just gets mad at Kyle and says you don't deserve it. Today Kyle Bush was running for the fourth spot and his brother was holding up the one guy who could take over that spot from him. Now, I'm not saying that was on purpose, but it doesn't look good if it your brother is protecting your butt going to the uh, checker flag. How'd that work out for Kyle, though? <laughs> well, we'd be talking <laughs> about something say, different if it did. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, listen, let me play devil's advocate, because if we were going into Phoenix and Kyle Larson had the thing wrapped up, would you spend four hours watching the damn race? Uh, I wouldn't spend four minutes watching it if, right. he was, if he had it wrapped up. I mean, what's the point? I mean, maybe maybe that's maybe the the, the great NASCAR gods have, are teasing us. Where Kyle Larson's going to win the championship? They just want to hold us through three and a half, four hours of the Phoenix race to watch him win the damn thing. Maybe tease us like, no, he's not going to win it because he's. There's, there, it's Phoenix. There's drama with Phoenix. 
Yeah, but the, I still say, like I said a couple of weeks ago, for Kyle Larson to have anything taken away from him at this point in the season is sacrilege and should be investigated. Even now, even though there's only four drivers capable of winning the championship, and I, I and I heard what you said earlier, even now at least he's in that fight for the for the championship. Yeah, at least he's in the fight for the championship. It would have been disappointing if he hadn't gotten there. But the season that he's had, seemingly winning at will, losing races on the, coming out of the fourth turn with a flat tire. Uh, he deserves, deserves is maybe the wrong word, but he's been, he's had a championship season and to lose that is unfair. Well, let me put a little, well, I wish we had about another two or three hours to divulge, I mean, to divulge, to dive into this, but it's like um, the Cardinals, was it 2009 against the Steelers? The Cardinals make it into the Super Bowl at nine. What was the regular? I think the record was like nine and seven. And it came down to the last few minutes against the Steelers for uh, the Steelers to pull it off. It was Kurt Warner deciding to throw the ball to the other team. But is that no, similar that to the scenario that you're talking about? Yeah, San Antonio Holmes catches the ball right? in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, I mean, that's – I don't know. If, if it was Kyle Larson and Truex fighting wheel to wheel, then, yeah, I would say that's fair. Uh, but to have uh, four guys going for the championship and 41 others fighting them for it is un- not right. All right, man, we're going to resume with some affiliates, get into some Crash Gladys pit news and notes, and Natalie Decker and a couple of riders from a Massacre zombie movie coming up. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates, Freak Nation, from the Lucas Oil Studios, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for hanging out. We now have four drivers that will be running for a championship coming up in Phoenix next weekend. We'll get more to that coming up in the show. But first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to GeneralTire.com to find the right tire for your righteous ride. We're starting to get into some cooler months, going to get into winter. Make sure you have the right tires on that truck or SUV or that family sedan. Go to GeneralTire.com. Crasher? NASCAR Cup, NASCAR Xfinity, and NASCAR trucks, like Kenny said, one to go, only four to go for that championship in each series. First up were the trucks on Saturday afternoon, and even though it ended under yellow, it was one hell of a race and finish. Get this, 14 total cautions, but the end came down to Zane Smith, Stuart Friesen, and Todd Gilliland three wide on the first lap of overtime. The final yellow was brought out when Friesen went down track on Smith. Zane Smith survived. Stuart Friesen did not. The truck's final four in Phoenix are Zane Smith, Matt Crafton, John Hunter Nemechek, and Ben Rhodes. The Xfinity Series was up next Saturday afternoon. Noah Gregson basically drove like the champ he's proving he wants to be. Basically, he had to win and then be in. That's what he did. He nailed a pass on fellow playoff driver Daniel Hemrick in the final overtime, or excuse me, in the first overtime, and then held off points leader Austin Sindrick in the second overtime. In a drag race to the finish line, he took the checkers in the closest Xfinity Series finish ever at Martinsville Speedway. Your Xfinity Series Final Four are Noah Gregson, Austin Sindrick, Daniel Hemrick, and Freaks fave A.J. Allmendinger. 
I'm sensing a pattern here. Martinsville, very good cutoff race. Finally, the Cup Series and their wicked Halloween race. Hey, at least the final laps were a little spooky. The remaining three spots in the championship hunt needed to come down to points and points alone because Alex Bowman, a non-contender, bumped Denny Hamlin out of the way with six to go and then held off Kyle Busch in overtime to win the damn thing. But again, it didn't matter for Alex Bowman. You on Twitter are not happy with this, though. Even Denny Hamlin was getting booed by those in attendance. But guys, Hamlin didn't do the bumping. Are his off-track antics getting to you all now? Bottom line, the final four in the Cup Series who will compete for the Mega Championship at Phoenix Raceway this weekend are the winningest driver of the season, Kyle Larson, defending Cup champ Chase Elliott, and then along with Martin Truex Jr. and Denny Hamlin. Loads more, including NHRA semifinal race on racer.com. More on the championship chase coming up next. Speed Freaks Pits on the Lucas Oil Studios. Sports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy-Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy-Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey, man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy-Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fixed 24-7, 365. <laughs> If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. 
Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-756-8720. 800-756-8720. That's 800-756-8720. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Coming up in the Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation, Midnight Zombie Massacre. The Manson Brothers Midnight Zombie Massacre. Uh, And Natalie Decker, that's right, Natalie Decker flew the colors of this horror flick, the Manson Brothers Midnight Zombie Massacre, yesterday afternoon, the Xfinity race. She'll be joining us along with writers Mike Carey and Chris Margettis coming up here this hour. Again, the movie, the Manson Brothers Midnight Zombie Massacre, which, by the way, you can watch that entire interview on our official Speed Freaks YouTube page. Getting back to what happened in Martinsville, the final four are set, but again, it seems that there are, it's the sideshow, Crasher, that seems to take the highlights away of the four drivers who are running into Phoenix for a championship. It's Denny Hamlin and Alex Bowman. Of course, Alex Bowman not in the final four playoff run Denny Hamlin is but he was not happy with the way Bowman raced him and taking him out basically six laps to go and Denny shouldn't be too upset because he's still in the championship hunt but wow he was pushing Bowman post checkered flag and just not having any of it not having any of Alex Bowman I was looking up a couple of times going hold on a second Denny Hamlin is in the championship He's he's one of the four in the championship. You know, under his breath, MF and Bowman and calling him a cheap shot, just all kinds of things coming out of his mouth for a dude that's in the championship in Phoenix. Like, bro, back off. How many other drivers would like to be in your spot? I don't know where all that was coming from. I was in the same place. I kept saying, wait a minute, dude, you're in the championship. What do you care? Why were you running so hard to win? Uh you know, he was there. I, I don't, I don't get it. He was blaming him for being a hack and right. and uh, all sorts of stuff. And I, I just thought that was unnecessary. It was certainly unprofessional, and approached a couple other drivers that do that normally, um, and it just didn't. It wasn't Denny Hamlin. And well, I, it wasn't Denny Hamlin as we've seen him in the past. I mean, he has had such an emotional with his baby daddy or baby mama with her releasing a bunch of information and causing a bunch of drama the week of the first playoff race, the first of 10 playoff races. And that's how he entered the playoffs with no wins on the season. Yet that angers him enough to take a win or, you know, allegedly I'm putting all this together. I don't know. Maybe the, the Denny of old is completely gone now that he's been outed for being a not so nice person off track. And now we're seeing the real dude. He's covered it up for sponsorship purposes. And now he's out. Well, yeah, maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe some sponsors have told him that we're not interested in continuing the relationship. And, um, you know, that would certainly. But there was no reason to attack the guy personally. No, there wasn't. To protect his his professional. There's no reason to bump him on the track to just. If NASCAR does something and cuts him back a few points and challenges his chance at the final four. I think he would think twice. And the, the best thing about it was that voice that came on and said, big picture here, yes. Denny. And 
that backed him <laughs> off a little bit, you know. I mean, the guy was he he was running the risk of NASCAR on Tuesday saying, nah, you don't need to be in the Final Four. If you didn't see what Stat's talking about, Denny Hamlin, again, stops on the track and tries to push Bowman through the wall. And then at the start-finish line, they go nose-to-nose. And, it was, and I think... Again, you're just taken aback by what you're seeing. It's like, bro, you're in the championship. Right. You look why at it you, and go, it's so unnecessary. Why are you doing this? And then when they had him outside the car, I don't know if you guys noted this, noted, but his face, it was the, the rage. It brought me back to, what, 10, 15 years ago where Kevin Harvick <laughs> was on some deck lid of a car and his face was that of El Diablo. It, it, like the, 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 the expressions of these guys, I understand it's – Motorsports, it's not badminton, but the circumstances just didn't seem to fit the attitude. I'm telling you, we're, the real Denny is, is, has been exposed. We're seeing the real You Denny. know, and it might be the guy that will, where he's sort of bumbled and stumbled and kicked chances at a championship before. Right. Maybe this uh, attitude is what's necessary to get him to fight to the final turn for the championship, and he didn't have that before. Yeah, but do you want that in your champion, or do you want kind of a, a better guy such as Chase Elliott or Kyle Larson? Well, we had it in uh, Kyle Bush, We had it in Kevin Harvick. We've had it in other guys. Uh, why should uh, Diddy Hamlin or whatever iteration of Diddy Hamlin we're going to see <laughs> next week at uh, Phoenix – uh, it, you know, it, if that's what it takes to win a championship in NASCAR, then uh, maybe Denny Hamlin has it now where he didn't have it before. How about that? All three Penske drivers are out of the championship. All three. Kyle Busch is out. Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, Brad Kozlowski. Again, all three Penske drivers gone. Go hey, wait a minute, Kyle Busch is not a Penske driver. No, no, no I'm Blaney, just saying. Logano, and Kislowski. Yeah, I was just oh. letting, letting you know of, of the other drivers that are out as well. Yeah. You know, Statman's every freaking bet of Martin Truex, buddy. Martin <laughs> Truex Jr. is in the championship, Stat. I was wondering at the end, he had he to pass, make finally get, finally get Kurt Busch out of the way, but he did it. Okay, so... You have said throughout the last couple of weeks it would be criminal if Kyle Larson doesn't take this championship. But Martin Truex is your guy. So you'd be okay if Martin Truex took it, right? Yeah, but Martin Truex, he would just be in front when the championship ended. Kyle Larson is the champion. Yeah, I got you. Midnight Zombie Massacre. Happy Halloween, Freak Nation. We're going to feature Natalie Decker, Xfinity Series pilot, who flew those colors yesterday in the race. And the riders from the Midnight Zombie Massacre, the Manson Brothers Midnight Zombie Massacre, you're going to enjoy this. It's coming up next. Speed Freak Spits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Let me join the list of motorsports fans who are disappointed that Michael Andretti wasn't able to buy his way into Formula One. He was working on a deal to buy out Sauber Racing and take over the Alfa Romeo team on the F1 grid. Word said Andretti was supposed to close the deal while the F1 teams were in Austin, Texas last weekend, but all that collapsed with some mystery. I'm offering something that's purely speculation, and let me emphasize purely speculation, but it's where talks like this wind up these days. Andretti Autosport has far less than 200,000 followers in its social media universe. Alfa Romeo Racing, more than 3 million. If you want a reason, there's one. 
Sponsors want to know that you can offer value added far beyond names on the card merch. Social media does that. Size indeed matters in that important universe. American race teams will eventually understand the depth of that reality. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800 760 1845. 800 Angie's list is now Angie, and getting your to-do list done just got easier. Between back to school and with the holidays around the corner, it can feel like there's no time to tackle home projects. Whether you need help with emergency repairs or major upgrades, Angie matches you with top local pros who can get the job done right. Browse reviews, see upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Save time for what matters most. Book your next project at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hello, you there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. It's called the Manson Brothers Midnight Zombie Massacre, and you got the two riders, Chris and Mike, and Natalie Decker, who's going to be flying those colors coming up Halloween weekend. Uh, let's, uh, Natalie, we got a lot of things to talk to you about, but I, I got to say to Chris and or Mike, let's go Chris first. Chris, you, do you realize that Natalie Decker 
is a social media fiend. Was this why you guys decided, or the, the people with the film decided to go with Natalie Decker to to put your movie on her deck lid? No, we had uh, we had absolutely no idea um, that she was the uh, social media maven that she is. Um, we we actually have a mutual friend, one of our uh, one of our financiers, and and I believe one of Natalie's sponsors, um, kind of put us together. Uh, you know, we were t- actually we were talking about it at the premiere of our film in Chicago. Um, we were all together, of course, you know, there were a couple cocktails involved and somebody said, why don't we, you know, get on the hood of a NASCAR? I know somebody. There's this girl named Natalie Decker that we sponsor and kind of looked around. And we're like, OK, yeah, that sounds great. Um, you know, it's it's only been a completely unintended benefit that she's so awesome at uh, social media things because Mike and I. So it's particularly me. I'm one of the worst social media people that's ever lived, probably. So um, she's going to have to make up for some really bad, you know, some 52-year-old guys who don't know anything about it. I'm still scared of the internet. I'm going to jump in here a minute. Uh, I just want to say that this is the one of a long list of things that have happened in bars over adult beverages (laughs) and napkins. If, if, If you could put the venture capital industry in a booth in the back in a bar with a, a drink and a napkin and a pen. Yes. The whole financial the world's problem. Anywhere in the world would be solved. Well, listen, I will say this, but I'm but I'm confident because we have Natalie on our side that I'm, I know this is going to end up with much better results than most of the barroom decisions that I've made in my life. So, <laughs> Yeah, wait a minute, Mike, can you say the same for that? One of your better barroom decisions? Yeah, but first of all, I want to know what a maven is. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, de- it definitely was. And like Chris had mentioned this before when Todd was like, uh, hey, you guys want to be on the hood of a NASCAR? I'm like, only if I get to wear the bikini and he gets to wear the ball gown. I don't look good in ball gowns. Aside from that, we're good. But Chris was like, it goes together like peanut butter and chocolate. And I'm like, oh, well, I like peanut butter and chocolate, so let's do it. And then, of course, you know, I didn't know who Natalie was at the time. And then when I looked her up, I'm like, Chris, we may have gotten in over our heads here. This girl's a badass. And we're like two old imbeciles, you know. So, But it it seems to be working out really well. We couldn't be uh, more honored and, and happy to be a part of this whole thing. And especially Chris and I both have daughters. I have two, you know, two daughters. I have a young one, too. And seeing Natalie out there just absolutely whipping maximum ass in a male-dominated sport <laughs> is inspiring to me, and it's inspiring to my my daughters, too. So it's uh, it's really a – it serves a bunch of different purposes. But if you put horror movies, NASCAR, professional wrestling, and rock and roll together, that, that's America, right? Oh, that's Ameri- How more American can you get? It just seems like a no-brainer to me. Natalie, how do you follow up that last five-minute conversation? Can you? <laughs> okay, so before we even went live, we were all talking, and my face already hurts from laughing <laughs> so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited. This is going to be so much fun. I, I just can't wait. In the car, which I've said so many times to so many people, but the car in the race suit looks so great. And it, it's just, it's amazing. It really is. And I can't wait. I'm so thrilled to be a part of all of this. 
This is one of those things that, I mean, you're going to have to frame this race suit. You're going to have to get a big old shadow box frame and because you're, you're not going to wear it again, but this is going to be like a massive collector's item come down the road. I know it's the, it is, it really is. And maybe we can do something like auction it off or do something. (gasps) There you go. It is. I mean, it is going to be so special. So yeah, we'll definitely have to do something really cool. A shout out to my brother, Mark Carey, by the way, who was the graphic designer who designed the logo. So can't take credit for that. Great stuff. Yeah. Designs all our stuff. Did they? For free. Ah! (laughs) We like it. Free. Another. Yeah, right. (laughs) Whoa. But but Natalie, this is again. We've seen the trailer and and we've done our research on this movie. This is this is about 180 degrees of the Natalie that we see on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. I'm, this is showing a side of Natalie that's like this is this chick's a badass, Massacre. man. <laughs> well, I mean, it would be a dream to be in a movie like that. Like mm-hmm. I wish I could have been in the movie. But well, where do we where do we where do we see in the sequel? Oh, so bad. I want to so bad. I like count me in. Last night, I was at a haunted like house walk trail, and the whole time I was just thinking of you guys. I was like, when are the zombies coming? (laughs) (laughs) You know know what? I watched part of the Xfinity race yesterday, and I was thinking of you the whole time when I saw somebody spinning out at the end in the wind. So that was, um, I was, I was darn excited about that. I can, I'm, I'm looking so forward to seeing you in that car flying around that track, man. It's going to be awesome. Okay. It. So is this NASCAR experience a first for you guys, Mike, Chris, it, it, have you been to racetracks before? Have you watched races on TV? What I is your, your first impression? Well, I mean, I, I was on the fire department for 15 years and those guys were race nuts. So when there was a race on, they were watching it. So I'm familiar with it, but I'm really a, a, a novice when it comes to, uh, to all of it. I love fast cars, you know, big old engines. That's the American way. Uh, not so much into the electric cars. I think those are fine, <laughs> fine for toasters and things like that. Oh, but from the, Hey, look, I, I, I'm all about not using petroleum. So I think we should burn as much of it as humanly possible. <laughs> Just saying. So, for me, uh, for me I, I've been to one race in my life in uh, 1994. This will show you how, how long ago it was. Uh, I was at the Goodies Headache Powder uh, Darlington 400, I think it was, in Darlington, yeah. South Carolina. Um, did you just I say headache powder? Yeah, believe it or not. Okay, so, and they used to advertise Goody's headache powder on NWA Wrestling on Saturdays. So that was my connection. And there was a WCW car in the Saturday race. I think at the time it was like Winston Cup when you could still talk mm-hmm. about cigarettes and things like that, mm-hmm. which you can't do anymore. Um, but I was the one thing I remember about that race was Dale Earnhardt was still alive and he was still racing. And to me, he was the Ric Flair of racing. Like when he did something, half the people either cheered or half the people booed. It was, it was like... Yeah. There was no in-between on that guy. You either loved him or you hated him. So, uh, yeah, that was my one experience was, was Darlington way, 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 way back say it? Did you say 1994? Yes. Oh, who the hell is that? <laughs> it's my matter. I, I'm, I'm sure you were not alive in 1994 when I went <laughs> yeah, to the first Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> He's the same age as my older daughter. Gotcha. No, I, don't, I don't even think I was a thought at 1994. Oh, no. What? 
That hurts even worse, Natalie. Thank you very much. I know. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks for that. Whoa. Okay, we're going to end this interview now. <laughs> my, my wife just banned me from saying the words windscreen. It's not windscreen. It's windshield. Mm-hmm. They're not programs. They're shows. You know, I'm not allowed to say old man words. It's not an ice box. It's a refrigerator. That's the last time I can, a garbage can. Oh. I'm not going to reference years of my life anymore when I'm when I'm on with Natalie. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding you, Natalie. It's a Jeez. I'm not kidding her. <laughs> Statman, save us, please. Come on. Well, I'm I'm sitting here working out in my mind the uh, next film that's going to be Zombies at Daytona. Yes! Uh, the next film is, uh, is, yes! uh, is Vampires. It's the Manson Brothers Satanic Vampire Death Match. Yeah. That's the next one. And we'll go to Daytona after that. And Natalie, you're in luck because we were supposed to have filmed it already, but COVID hit and we had to put it off and then we lost our funding, so we had to start from square one again. So it's not cashed yet. <laughs> that's good news for Natalie, though. Yes, yeah, good news. Or bad Wait news a minute. It's, I'm, it's I'm, you put me in for all of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It'll be awesome. It'll be better than the first one. Wait a minute, though. Explain that, because I, I don't understand that part of Hollywood. You lose your funding. I mean, was there a check cashed? Was no, there? No, I mean, that's a long story. Okay, really okay, long. no, no, that's fine. That's fine. COVID related, but yeah, okay, yeah, okay. COVID-related. We're financing it basically. When it just, I'm okay, so okay, related. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Know. But now it opens up the door for new companies or, or right. new people or whatever to come on in and say, let's go vampire right. murder yeah. case. And we work outside of the Hollywood system, although we're still uh, we're still involved with the SAG and IATSE union and all that. But we don't we don't operate within the studio system. That's a whole different ballgame. Ah. Okay. So I, I can't tell you. Uh, you and Chris look like you're, you're you're so part of the Suits community. Both of you guys. <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah, it, it's why you're not hanging out the Warner Brothers lot, you bastard. Got it, yeah. uh, Chris Margettis, Mike Carey, Natalie Decker joining us here in the Freak Nation. Again, we'll put out a link on Twitter where you can uh, catch the latest horror, horror flick. Now, listen, this is uh, – I'm curious. Let's. I want to hear Natalie Decker's take on scary movies. I, I like to hear millennials' takes or younger people's takes on what was what's scary to them in their, in their 20s when guys our age – I mean, that S was, if you weren't dying in a movie from legit blood, then it just wasn't scary, Exorcist. Hello? Natalie, what what are some scary movies that you grew up listening or grew up watching? Anything zombie-related, because I feel like I can relate to it a little bit. If that's going to happen in real life, like, you know, I want to watch the movie so I can see what I have to do to survive. <laughs> Be an imbecile and you'll survive. I terrified of zombies but that's true Uh, Chris or Mike what was it about zombies that they just took over whether it was on was it with with the series was that what it was I I think it's always been around because I think there's a you know I, I think there's that common thought process of a what happens you know when I die well you know what's gonna what's gonna happen with that and, you know, there's kind of that, that horde mentality around zombie films, especially the earlier ones, um, Night of the Living Dead and that kind of thing, that I think, you know, just it, it makes people nervous. And, and there's, a, there's a part of them that can actually see that happening somehow. And, you know, in a sense, we kind of just saw it with the pandemic, right, where we mm-hmm. had, you know, this thing that just, you know, ripped through the country. 
and everybody's mm-hmm. trying to avoid it. And, you know, we're, we're a small step from exactly that thing. And I think that's why it's taken on such a, you know, it, it's just become so big to people. And even people who aren't generally horror film fans, you know, will obviously watch Walking Dead or, or any kind of zombie movie. I got another take on it. <laughs> Go. I think, well, in a scary sense, it's because you're outnumbered, right? So there's no... There's no worse feeling in the world than being outnumbered. That's the first thing with things you can't reason with, right? Uh, uh, the second thing is, is you get to kill your neighbors with impunity. <laughs> right? there's, no, there's no ramification when you blow away Merv down the street who turned into a zombie who didn't return your garlic press a couple of months ago. It's like, I really want to kill that son of a bitch. But now I get the chance because now there's no ramification. What I tell you, man, perfect for a Halloween night, right? The Manson Brothers Midnight Zombie Massacre. For more information, go to MansonBrothers.com. And as I said, I think somewhere in that interview, the Manson Brothers Satanic Vampire Death Match is already in the works. Miss any of the show, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're there for you, man. Big second hour, Ben Barnes. And you know Ben Barnes, actor Ben Barnes, right? Shadow and Bone, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Punisher, Westworld. He's got a new EP out, Songs for You. You Not only is he a great actor, the dude's a great singer. He joins us in the second hour. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, our friends at General Tire are back at it again. And this time, they'd like to give you $100 back when you purchase a set of four qualifying light truck SUV General Tires between now and October 31st. Yes, we said $100 back on a Visa prepaid card with your light truck or SUV General Tires. Hey, football's back, so why not show off your new General Tires when you drop the tailgate for some pregame festivities? For more information, check out GeneralTire.com. General Tires, the official tire of Speed Freaks, where anywhere is possible. Transmissions are one of the most complicated and expensive components in your car or truck. Don't let leaks and low fluid make a bad situation even worse. Use Lucas Transmission Fix in your older car's transmission to stop slipping, hesitation, and rough shifting. Lucas Transmission Fix was specially formulated to make your automatic transmission perform like new, and it actually eliminates most leaks. It also works on light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shift your problem to Lucas Transmission Fix. Lucas Oil. It works. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fixed 24-7, 365. <laughs> 
Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. What up? It's Kenny Sargent, and have you checked out Speed Freaks' website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv, and it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam! You might get a call from the Freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires. And our website at speedfreaks.tv. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Back at the Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. Been doing this for 21 years. And we continue on our conversation with Natalie Decker, Mike Carey, and Chris Margettis. The Manson Brothers Midnight Zombie Massacre, where Natalie was flying those colors on her Xfinity car yesterday. So we continue on. Part two with the Zombie Brothers. Natalie, it's craziness on Halloween. Okay, so I want to know, we've got these wrestlers in their twilight in Lucha Libre masks, and they're trying to fend off a zombie apocalypse, virus, whatever. When is that going to come into the infield of a NASCAR track? I mean, I know you got your next one already going with vampires, but I want to see zombie NASCAR drivers. Yes. Well, I would love to see it. Yeah, I think if you could actually get a zombie to drive a car, that would be super That would be scary. Yeah. You know, I was thinking um, masks, you know, they're really good luck. Is there a way you can bring me one for the race? Absolutely. Ooh. 100%. I'll, I'll bring the one from the we'll front with me. I would love that. That would be so cool. We'll bring them on Thursday. We will have yes. them, we'll have them there on Thursday when we see each other uh, for sure. Okay, wait, you know, explain that to me, though. How are masks good luck? I, I, I don't know well, that. Oh, I'm sure thing. when you see the film... Yes! Not, I can't happens, ruin it for you. Yeah. It's something my grandfather told me on my wedding day. Remember, uh, son, <laughs> man, wrestling masks are good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pop. Thanks, Grandpa. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the, you know, the, the thing behind it is that um, because in the film I'm always trying to upset my brother, so I decide for this Halloween... Uh, masks that we're going to do to go buy some luchador masks and I, and I get them from this gypsy lady at a secondhand store and she tells me that they're yes. enchanted and I'm just excited because I know he's going to be upset and I'm going to make him more wrestling masks for the, uh, <laughs> uh, for the film. So that's ba- it was, you know, purely luck. We don't ever really say if they actually are lucky or not, but yeah. um, you know, we don't know we, if we do a lot of happens hinting. as coincidence or if they're <clears throat> really magic or mm-hmm. in the but second half, they're going to be lucky. That's that's the thing. For, for Natalie, they definitely, definitely looked magical lucky. to me. Yes. There you go. They hey, they got us through a movie. We made a film. There you go. <laughs> People seem to like it. So I guess we're okay. <laughs> How did the whole Randy Couture, uh, what, six time UFC champion, come about? Did he, did, did he demand? He, Come in there and whoop your ass, or you guys? No, we, 
He doesn't have to demand it. <laughs> yeah. You know, the funny thing about Randy, uh, the guy's like a renaissance man. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he writes poetry. Like, he's exactly the opposite of what you He's going to kick your ass for saying that. I know, I know. But, but, but what this, <laughs> you know, what the six-time UFC champ would be like. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's nothing at all like it. He's just he's just the greatest guy. We were fortunate oh, that our man. director, Max Martini, um, had done uh, a couple episodes of something else with him uh, down the line, I think, on um, the unit or something like that. They had stayed in touch. And, uh, you know, Mike and I had actually thought about Randy when we were writing the part. Uh, that he wound up playing. So it was just, you know, crazy, kind of coincidental, you know, great to have a director who knows everybody in Hollywood. Um, and, and we were able to pull it off and he was awesome. I mean, it was so and he good. was and anxious he to do something else, you know, like something yeah. comic related and sort of try and expand his horizons acting wise. And he really committed himself to the material, no matter how ludicrous it was. And uh <laughs> Yeah, he's great. He said, he's like, I think Mike and Chris like to make up tongue twisters for everybody to say to throw them off. And I'm like, jeez. Oh, Mostly each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, he's awesome, man. I, I can't say enough. We had Boss Rutan on there, too. Mm-hmm. Another UFC champion, Pride champion, was on King of Queens, and here comes the boom. And he does a bit in there where he explains where the term say uncle came from. Ah. <laughs> absolutely. It's absolutely hysterical. Every time I've watched it with an audience, people always roar at that part. And it, uh, it's so funny. My boss is one of those guys that could, you'd laugh at him if he was reading you a medical journal. Yeah. He's just, funny. Oh, no. he's just, he's he's just really funny. He's just a funny guy. Just yeah. naturally. It's had a crazy accent. Yeah. But we had such works. a great cast for the thing. And it was so fun. And I mean, everybody from, from uh, you know, Randy and D.B. Sweeney and Adrian Pazdar, who the are, you know, the established stars, mm-hmm. you know, to uh, the people that played sort of the, but nobody's really a secondary character. And you've got Caleb Torres, who plays a character called Butch, who's an Irish gangster, and he's hysterical. And just everybody put 100% into it. Uh, the, the the actresses who play our girlfriends were great. I mean, they they just committed didn't want to have any special treatment or anything. You know, they really, we really abused them. And in a bad way, not a bad way. Easy. And they you just pick your, you pick like, bring it on, like, bring it on. <laughs> and uh, Jay Lund, who plays a character called Captain Marvelous, and Dave Meadows, who plays Carson Murdoch, just you know, top notch. Actually, Jay Lund is a great character, I would think, for a NASCAR audience because his suit that he wears is very oh, yeah. similar uh, to, a, to a driver's suit. He kind of looks like a combination of Evil Knievel meets uh, Elvis oh, Presley. Yeah. Uh, oh. Adding about 300 uh, pounds. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> the outfit, I think, would really resonate with the fan base. He's everybody's sure. favorite character. Anybody that watches the movie, they're always like, Captain Stop saying Marvel that. This is our promo. Put the, cut that out, Mike. <laughs> The Manson Brothers Midnight Zombie Massacre, which, of course, you can get it on demand, iTunes, Amazon, original horror film, uh, tackles wrestling's most hated team. I was, of course, reading the title of the uh, press release in there. But one of the, the, the questions I have for you, Natalie, is we get pitched a lot of things from a show, and sometimes people can't see our faces, and we give them this looks like, what the hell are they pitching us that for? When they were pitching you this movie to put this on your deck lid, were you going, oh, my God, what the hell? Can you run us through the pitch of yes. putting this movie on your car? I'll tell you exactly how I found out that this was an opportunity. I was downstairs, and my boyfriend, Derek, he does all of the 
anything that has to do with sponsors and managing contracts and things like that. And he was upstairs. So I was like downstairs playing with the dogs, getting our day started. And he comes running down the stairs. Natalie, do you want the good news? And I was like, yes, I want the good news. What's the good news? And he's like, we have a really cool sponsor for Martinsville. And I was like, tell me, tell me. And he just told me everything about it. And days later, we had the mock-up of a race car, the fire suit. And I mean, it was just, it moved so fast along and it was just so exciting and so fun. And I knew when he came running down the stairs to tell me about a sponsor opportunity that it was going to be good because he never runs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so he's kind of like me and Chris. We got him some exercise. That's good too. So yeah. we're, uh, we're helping people all over the country. We got your, we got your great sponsor. The bad news is it's the Manson That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you didn't get to the bad news part. But he didn't say anything. He just says, "Do you want the good news?" And I was like, "Yes, I want of the course. good news." <laughs> well, she, she's not saying he held up a picture of Mike and I when he when that was the bad news part. Here's the bad news. <laughs> bad news is with these. With you got to take pictures with these guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> Now they can't tie their own shoes. They're pretty personable. Oh, now we've gone from bar top napkins to aerobic zombies. Now this mm-hmm. interview has covered about everything. We need to go a little bit more into uh, Uncle Merv, though. I'd like this Merv guy. Oh boy, we got to figure out how don't to go get there, him. Man. Don't we got to get him into the show somewhere. There was a wolf man last Halloween. There was a wolf man in his backyard, and I shot it. But by the time I got over there, it turned back into his dog, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> well, we had a we had a truck driver uh, after he'd won a race. We heard he was outside. And he said, "Where are you?" And he said, "I'm on my back porch with my rifle, waiting for something to move so I can blast away." <laughs> That's oh, a true story. Story. That's a story. It sounds more like Randy. <laughs> that's a victory celebration 101 right there. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, uh, zombie. Did he have a bottle of Jack Daniels with him? That would have been probably. probably. Yeah, rifles and Jack Daniels go together like peanut butter and chocolate. <laughs> Chris and Chris and Mike, you talk about your 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 girl dads. I'm a I'm a girl dad. Statman's a girl dad. And yeah. uh, how do you justify such craziness? Or do you even just say screw it and just see if she, see if your daughters adapt to this? How do you justify your craziness with these with these flicks? I'll give you a. Was that so much with the flicks? Like so, my two daughters. I have a 24 year old and a 10 year old, and they were both kind of weaned on this stuff. But when when they start getting the picture of what their dad is like, because I was sitting yesterday with the 10 year old watching a, a something on the travel channel. And I said, I think I'd like to see a couple of Bigfoots one time. I think they'd be pretty cool. They wouldn't, they probably wouldn't attack us or anything. And she turned to me and she goes, do you hear yourself? Oh, That's when you figure out, okay, they've caught on. Yeah. You know, <laughs> big foots or big feet when they're multiple. I think that's a good question. It's a good question. For, no, but for they, me, you know, they love horror movies. My kids love horror yeah. movies. So it wasn't for me and my daughter, like, my, my daughter turned 16 in July, um, and I wouldn't let her watch the film until she turned 16. So that was kind of that was kind of the first thing. Although I have it on good authority that she uh, snuck out with the with the Blu-ray and watched it at a friend's house prior to Guarantee that. Guarantee you. She <laughs> She's proud of you. Um, yeah, but Aww. I mean, you know, 
it, it's it's a genre and and it's a film. It's not you know it's nothing that's real. And, and uh, for me, I don't I don't know if I really have ever justified it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> As we're sitting here talking about it now, thanks, Kenny. You're that may be the worst and, thing we could do. Um, yeah, Mike, I'm retiring yeah, uh, after this video. <laughs> I, just, I can't handle it mentally. Well, the um, other thing about this particular movie is it's not like this is not a super intense horror film like yeah. you know Saw or Rob Zombie film or Hostel. It's not. It's very lighthearted. It's humorous. It doesn't take itself too seriously. It's very cartoonish. Now there's a lot of language in there. Yeah. So like you know, but that other than that, it's it's really a kind of innocuous. It's just a fun film. You know, well, I, there's blood and guts, but it's, yeah. it's, it's contained and it's not just kind of random. Not a, it's a, yeah, when there's blood, there's blood, but it's not every scene. And, you know, there's only one scene in that film that I would cover my daughter's eyes for, and I blame Max Martini for it, but that's a whole There you go. Exactly. Mike and I didn't write that part. So yeah, that neither did we. We didn't we're, write we're it. We have a general rule. If yeah. you like the movie, it's because right. of me. And whatever you don't like, that's Martini's fault. It's, it's Max Martini. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, you brought up language, so I just have to drop this out there that we had an interesting moment with our seven-year-old last week, and she dropped the F-bomb for the first time, and she used it in such good context. And I do do blame movies, but I'm not going to blame movies because I kind of have a trucker mouth myself, but I try to be good around her. And, yeah, it's like, in a sense... As long as you know not to do that in school, yeah, okay, we'll just keep it under wraps in the family. Okay, right? And if you're using it in the right context, like, it's right. There's, a, there's a little bit of pride involved there. That oh, we couldn't stop laughing. It was really good. Well, she wanted an explanation of why we, when we were angry or were excited, we'd say, shut the front door. She, she'd say, what? That, that doesn't mean anything. Then she caught on. And then she watched Talladega Nights, and she goes, yeah. oh. "Why is this bad?" Yeah. Went, oh hell! Here's the good news: she's probably going to Harvard because yeah. I swear a lot, especially when they're young. She's very astute. Yeah, I, I, I would. I'd be excited if I were you guys. See, right? Yeah, I was a little proud. I have to admit. Natalie, do you remember the first time that your parents recognized that you cussed or said something just completely uh, off color? Yes. <laughs> and I was racing and something bad had happened and I said some bad words on the radio. And once the race was all over, my dad was like, um, when did you start saying that? <laughs> oh, we have a transcript of that. I'd like, how old were you? That's what? what I learned. Yes. I was probably 16. Um, oh. But the thing was, is I'm, I hung out with all the race car drivers and down in mm-hmm. the uh-huh. area, We all know they talk I like crazy. Uh-huh. I was starting to catch on on what words were being used and how to use them. <laughs> so the first time your parents heard you, it was over the radio. I was driving my race car. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, that's so funny. It felt very powerful. Seven years old, like some people's kids. I, right. Yeah, right. We're ending this interview now. But I, I don't blame movies. I blame. Or my parents, because my parents, I've never hear them say any curse words. Wow. But I blame everyone in the garage area and in the yes. racetrack. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> blame NASCAR. Yes. Blame blame all <laughs> motorsports. Natalie, you stuck with that story. 
<laughs> if, if my kids swear, it's totally because of me. Yeah, that's yeah. After being in the Marine Corps, in the nightclub business, the professional wrestling business, and the fire department. It's yeah. oh. nah, made anything but an expert. And I, and I hate it. I really do try and stop. But it's, like, it's almost impossible now. It's like, gosh darn it. It's a sign of genius. It really is. You drop a couple bad words. You are just literally, like you said, Harvard. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. That's just what it is. I was raised mm-hmm. by my m- maternal grandfather for many years, and he used to tell me, he wouldn't like it if I, like, used my street Chicago accent and said, hey, I'm going to go with those guys down there and meet them. And he'd be like, oh, them? Does them be in it? And, or, you know, if I, and he would always tell me, if you if you curse, it really makes you sound like a fool, and nobody's going to take you seriously and he was right and he's right the problem is yes. i make my living off of being an idiot now so i guess it's okay. it works yeah. man this is stone cold bonkers yeah i love it i like this man i just i was trying to get natalie to drop an f-bomb in there and really <laughs> aggravate some people oh, we can do it I give oh, Chris and I about five minutes. I, bet you movie. I want to do it in the movie. <gasps> there you go. We'll save oh, him for that. Perfect. What'd I tell you, man? Perfect for a Halloween night, right? The Manson Brothers Midnight Zombie Massacre. For more information, go to themansonbrothers.com. Excuse me, mansonbrothers.com. And as I said, I think somewhere in that interview, the Manson Brothers Satanic Vampire Death Match is already in the works. Natalie Decker, finals colors on her lid in the Xfinity race yesterday. Badass, right? Missed any of the show? Go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're there for you, man. Big second hour, Ben Barnes. Actor Ben Barnes, right? Shadow and Bone, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Punisher, Westworld. He's got a new EP out, Songs for You. Not only is he a great actor, the dude's a great singer. He joins us in the second hour. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. <laughs> Motorsports Radio, redefined.
listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind Knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Freak Nation, it's a big second hour. Why do I say it's a big second hour? What if I told you 
on this nice job crash it is a halloween night and it's fitting that we had last hour the manson brothers midnight zombie massacre along with natalie decker but how about this actor ben barnes shadow and bone the punisher and of course uh Narnia, Narnia. Chronicles of. There you go. Chronicles of Narnia. Ben Barnes will be joining us this hour. When you hear this cat's voice, he was a hell of an actor, but when you hear his voice with this new EP that he has out, Songs for You, holy smokes. He'll be joining us this hour. And also Major League Soccer, as we get closer and closer and closer to their championship, uh, we'll feature a Major League Soccer star coming up. At the end of the hour. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Lucas Oil Studios, 21 years of doing this thing. And that's 21 years of Halloween we've been doing this thing. Oh, that's <laughs> wicked. Right? Wow. Wow. <laughs> 21 years of boo. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Bowman wins your cup race, and the four are set. Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, and Martin Truex Jr. All vying for that championship coming up next weekend in Phoenix for championship weekend. Statman, your favorite, your favorite Halloween candy is? Snickers. Snickers is one of the major food groups. We've yep. had that conversation before. Yeah, I just needed you to remind me again that you've been saying yes. that for 21 years. <laughs> okay, what if, Statman, what if uh, candy corn was sitting in front of yeah. you and you, and you, you had that ping in your stomach that you were hungry. Would you eat some candy corn? No. Thank I'd eat, the, <laughs> Thank I'd you. eat the plastic that the candy corn came in Thank or you. the bowl it was in. Candy corn and I have a very deep respect for each other. I don't bother it, and it doesn't bother me. I th- Thank you. Thank you. Why? How can anyone bring themselves to eat, even if it's just the tip or just the bottom of the candy corn? It is nasty. With a capital N. I, it's repugnant. I cannot handle candy corn. I will actually take... No, I won't. Mm-mm. Black licorice over candy corn? No. no. Neither one works. No. Hold on a second, Stat. It sounds like you've got a story in there with candy corn. Was there, was there a night or something that happened with candy corn? Because you're fairly adamant about that. Like crabs out of the ba- bag. Yeah. No, no, the crabs weren't carrying candy corn when they <laughs> flopped out of the bag. So <laughs> I... Uh... No, I just don't. I never liked, even when I ate candy when I was a kid, I uh, I didn't eat candy. There was a CBS News poll this morning, on Sunday morning, that said more than 50% of the people surveyed put the whole candy corn in their mouth yes. at one time. I saw this. And then uh, like 16% or something would eat just the white tip off the top of it. And I said, who? would be so, even if you ate this stuff, why would you eat just the white tip of it? I mean, there's not, there's no righteousness about candy corn. Yeah, here it is. 35 million pounds of candy corn are sold each year. And that's just to America, apparently. 52% of Americans who eat candy corn. So let, let's, Wait a minute. No, they actually say 52% of Americans eat the whole piece at once. Does that mean 48% and therefore the three of us are part of that 48% do not like candy corn? So more people in America like candy corn? I like candy corn. I never said I didn't. Yes, I told you that. I like candy corn. And I eat that white tip, but I don't throw the rest of it away. (laughs) That's the first thing you do? You bite off the white tip and, and eat the rest of it later? Yes. 
Wow. I'm, I might get canceled. That, I, I might get canceled for that. That is canceled. Like you're wearing a ZZ Top t-shirt. That might be something out of look range. I don't know. <laughs> it might be something else entirely. All right, That's if a, you like candy corn, please tell me, though, it's not your favorite. Absolutely candy. not. Okay. No, hell no. I got 10 in front of that, or 15, okay, or 20. Good. But okay, if, so you if, tolerate if, it. It's yeah. not that you love it. You tolerate it. Yeah, if you I'm... just like candy, and if you got nothing else to eat, you'll eat candy corn. <laughs> yeah, and like those stupid little peanut marshmallow-looking things. Whatever the hell those things are called. I don't know, hell. We just spent six minutes talking, breaking down candy corn. We got four dudes running for a championship next weekend. <laughs> it is Halloween, isn't it? <laughs> All right, we're going to resume with some affiliates and get us some Crash Gladys Pit news and notes. And looking forward to this interview with actor and now singer Ben Barnes coming up. But first, let's bring in some snappy Speed Freaks affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. More affiliates joining us at nine past the six past the hour. <laughs> it's Halloween, man. Happy Halloween. Loaded, loaded on candy, man. What ain't candy? Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes, brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com to find the tire for your ride. Winter's coming, man. Colder months are here. Snow's in the mountains. Make sure you got the right General Tire on your ride. Go to GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Let's talk all NASCAR because we do have more candy and adult beverages to get back to. 14 total cautions in the truck race on Saturday afternoon. This was a wild wild race and finish even though it did finish under yellow it came down to zane smith Stuart friesen and todd gilliland they were at martinsville three freaking wide on the first lap of ot the final yellow though had to be brought out when friesen went down track on smith zane smith survived Stuart friesen the truck's final four in phoenix are zane smith matt crafton john hunter nemechek and ben rhodes the Xfinity Series was up next. Noah Gregson driving like the champion. He's proving to all of us he wants to be. Win and you're in. That's what he did. He nailed a pass on fellow playoff driver Daniel Hemrick in the first overtime, then held off points leader Austin Sindrick in the second overtime. It was a drag race to the finish line to take the checkers in what became the closest Xfinity Series finish ever at Martinsville Speedway. Your Xfinity Final Four are Noah Gregson, Austin Sindrick, Daniel Hemrick, and Freaks fave, A.J. Allmendinger. Finally, the Cup Series and their wicked Halloween race. At least the final laps were pretty spooky. The remaining three spots in the championship hunt came down to points and only points because the winner was Alex Bowman. He's a non-contender. And he bumped Denny Hamlin out of the way with six to go and then held off Kyle Busch in overtime to win the damn thing. You on Twitter are not happy about a lot of this, including Denny Hamlin as he was getting booed. Was it because of his nose-to-nose finish line bump on race winner Alex Bowman, or is it just because you don't like what he does off track? All right, bottom line, the final four in the Cup Series, who will compete for the big championship at Phoenix Raceway this coming weekend are the season's winningest driver, Kyle Larson, your defending Cup Series champ, Chase Elliott, Statman's favorite, Martin Truex Jr., and those who want to boo Denny Hamlin. Loads more to catch up on including the NHRA semifinal race from Las Vegas this afternoon. Catch it all on racer.com.
Actor and singer Ben Barnes next. Motorsports Radio Redefined. How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right, keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. Hey, Freak Nation, our friends at General Tire are back at it again. And this time, they'd like to give you $100 back when you purchase a set of four qualifying light truck SUV General Tires between now and October 31st. Yes, we said $100 back on a Visa prepaid card with your light truck or SUV General Tires. Hey, football's back, so why not show off your new General Tires when you drop the tailgate for some pregame festivities? For more information, check out GeneralTire.com. General Tires, the official tire of Speed Freaks, where anywhere is possible. It's called a tune-up in a bottle for good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel is like a team of mechanics going to work. Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. It increases power and fuel economy and burns excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-756-8720. 800-756-8720. That's 800-756-8720. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You stopped my heart from 50 feet. It pumped and sang and skipped a beat. And when I sleep, my soul I wish for you to be happy. I wish for you to be free. I wish for you to be free. Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation, 21 years of doing this. Many musicians have rolled through here, many motorsports stars, many celebrities, many actors, including this guy, Ben Barnes. You know him from Shadow and Bone, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Punisher, Westworld. He's got a new EP out called Songs for You. Dude's got some pipes. Holy smokes. Looking forward to this. And, and don't be surprised that this guy, actor and singer, 
Ben Barnes knows a little bit about automotive, fast cars, and Stigs. Ben Barnes. Now, I am a bit of a uh, a bit of a, a motorhead. I've definitely seen every single episode of Top Gear that has ever been uh, <laughs> oh. has ever been ever been produced. So, so I do love all that, and I love all the motor challenges and stuff. I've never fully got into uh, Formula One, but I do know that Lewis Hamilton was staying down the street from me. Uh, um, a little while ago, because uh, he was doing like Instagram posts of the 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 view in Los Angeles. I was like, "That's my street." <laughs> you should have said, "Hey, tea tomorrow morning." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, let, let's jump on that. Ben Barnes joining us here in the Freak Nation, actor and now a hell of a singer, joining us here in the Lucas Oil yeah. Studios. And and Ben, you're, you're talking about Top Gear. You're talking about Lewis Hamilton, Formula One. And when you talk about Top Gear and you say you've watched every episode, you don't just stumble on that no. for three or four years. I mean, that's legit viewing for somebody that's got some motorhead inside of them. That's it. That, yeah, it's a, it's a commitment. I just think I, I always I've always sort of said that it was the best cast show ever, you know, uh, just, um, you know, originally with with um, Clarkson, Hammond and May, just like the way that their chemistry that they have between the three of them and their just like shared passion. And I think like that's that's the thing that I respond to most in life. I think just being around people who have a, a very like intense passion for, for something it doesn't even matter what it is. And I love watching people do the thing that they do well, the thing that they do the best, whether that's someone dancing ballet or, or driving a Formula One car or or. or you know, cooking an Indian meal, whatever it is that like <laughs> gets the blood pumping through their veins like that. that I, I kind of, uh, I respond to that very kind of um, intrinsically and vividly. All right. So getting the blood pumping through your veins, people know you on the small screen, the large screen, and now they know you in music. That is your true passion, is it? It is absolutely. I think, I think storytelling is the thing like sharing, sharing stories and understanding people as best I can is kind of my, my passion. And I think, you know, playing lots of these different kinds of characters through the years, whether they're kind of psychotic villains or, uh, or whatever it is that they might be, um, you, you know, trying to, trying to kind of view the world through different lenses and understand the world through different people's perspectives is interesting to me. And then I think, you know, more recently with the music trying to express you know my personal and intimate reactions to 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 things in the world as well in a sort of more kind of um you know just this authentic and intimate kind of kind of way sharing something of myself rather than you know kind of trying to understand the world through other people's eyes okay that's that's something that i wanted to touch on with you as well because when you are acting you are you are repeating words that someone else wrote. You're interpreting someone else's character that they have for you versus your music. It's coming straight from your heart. It's coming straight from your mind, straight from your gut. There's no interpretation needed. It's it's so natural. So when it comes then to combining the two in music videos, how do you avoid conflict with whoever has the vision of your video with your words? That's a good, that's a good question. I, I think we avoided it on the first one by it being my vision for the video. And <laughs> uh, I, I sort of managed to employ the skills and, and talents and passion of, of various like directors and, and actors and crew members that I've worked with before. So they could kind of help me bring my, my vision of telling that story. So I wouldn't ha really have to do any acting. I could just sort of, tap into things that were that were sort of from me um and then the second music video i did i actually got a friend who who pitched the the, the concept of the video but then we worked on it together so that it 
you know, I wanted it to feel honest, you know, I think, because the thing about seeing that passion in people is that it, you have to be able to feel that it's, that it's honest. And, and, um, and I think with, with this music stuff, with, from the lyrics to the, to writing the chords, to working with the producers and the instrumentation all the way through to um, kind of curating the videos and, and editing the shots together, I wanted it to feel like it came from something real, because I think when people listen to music, they ascribe it to stories in their own life. They don't care about what happened yes. to you. They care about how it makes them feel about the people in their life and how it helps them relate to their heart and their guts. I love it. Ben Barnes, I, I crashed all my questions, so I got to go oh, sorry. A further down the road here. <laughs> uh, I fell in love with a song you did, Leon Russell's song, and Donny Hathaway sort of took it as his own, a song for you. Uh-huh. Well, you mentioned the uh, video there. That video was just a simple you at the piano singing. Uh, was that the best way to tell that story without getting involved in a whole bunch of other locations and scenes and other things, just you talking to anybody? Oh, you mean, do you mean when I, when I like covered that song? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that was, you know, I, I kind of was dipping my toe in the water of, of, of kind of the music arena by, by picking just songs that mean something to me you're picking the songs that have chimed with me that that I've kind of related to through the years and and just singing them at my piano to see what people's reactions would be and they they went all the way from oh you have a nice voice you know to you know oh can you try and cover this song all the way through to like where's the damn album give us the album (laughs) you know there's there's like tweets and gifts with you know with that stuff on it with people waiting for Beyonce's album and I was like yeah they're right where is it like I don't want to end up like 85 years old and and not having done this I, I i just i sort of promised myself to prioritize doing it so no one can ever take away that i didn't do it and shared something of me because life's too short not to do that hold on a second though is that your best interpretation of we wacky americans where's the damn album no no there's a gift there's a there's a there's a thing on twitter for a famous video of this uh, of this man who's like standing outside a record label waiting for beyonce's album and that's an impression oh, <laughs> nice yeah, well, I find it up. do you know i've just remembered something about formula one huh? i've just remembered something about formula one yeah in that i did a short um a short film about formula one as a sort of tester to see whether there could be a show about formula one and i went to miami and i was playing like a rather villainous kind of uh well, not villainous, but but kind of like not very pleasant British uh, race car driver. And then there was a uh, good friend of mine, Alex Gonzalez, was playing a sort of heroic Spanish Formula One driver. And it was a, it was it was a it was just a passion project, I think, for somebody. And I, I was only on it for a couple of days, so I'd forgotten about it. But um, it was uh, yeah, it was it was a sort of a, like a tester to see whether it was feasible to make like a drama show about 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 Formula One. Um, How many years ago? can't remember must have been six or seven but it never it never it was just for um, promotional like pitch purposes it wasn't ever supposed to be seen it was just supposed to be kind of used to 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 kind of pitch studios to say look we could make a show about formula one but obviously like i would love to see like i like obviously a lot of the documentaries and stuff recently about you know formula one and netflix and following Mm -hmm. stuff because as much as i haven't really got into the races i love the behind the scenes of everything um so um 
you know, making an actual like net, like a, like a dr- drama show about like Formula One drivers, I thought, I thought was like a really cool, I thought that was a really cool uh, idea if you could make it grounded. But I think the feasibility of like showing the races and the expense of all that is, yeah. in the end has always proved a bit too difficult for people. Stat, I know you have one more question, but you know, I've got to ask this, ask this question. Were they asking you to play Ralph Schumacher? Oh, Oh, stay away from the guy's an ass. No, Dude. it was all made up. It was made up. <laughs> you had to go there, though, didn't you? But his brother, his brother, Michael Schumacher, is one of the greatest of drivers in history. Time. But mm-hmm. his brother, Ralph Schumacher, if you see anything with Ralph <laughs> Schumacher, he's Ben. Not your, he's not your favorite, I can tell. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm using my spidey senses of deduction to, 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 to use. I'm Sherlock Holmesing that he's not your favorite. And those senses that he learned in Westworld. Although that, that applied directly to, to what he just said. Boom. Dialing up my intuition. <laughs> Let, let's go back a little bit to the music, because I fell in love with a couple of the things that you did. What kind of music influences did you have in, in the 90s? Uh, was a heavy R&B influence on a lot of people. Did that hit you the same way that it did others? Yeah, I think I think when I was, you know, when I was a kid, I was my dad's record collection. It was all like 70s bands, sort of, um, you know, the Beatles and the Stones and the Who and the Eagles and all of that stuff. And I, but I would always rummage around in the back of his vinyls and find the Stevie Wonder, the songs in the key of life, the, the you know, I'd find the, um, you know, the Doobie Brothers and I, I, I loved Queen. And then when I started like playing instruments and, and ha- having music teachers who I was fond of and they knew what I was into, they would be like, listen to this Donny Hathaway record, listen to mm. the Chuck Khan, listen to Etta James, listen if you, this is what speaks to Etta you. James. Stuff. And, and, you know, I think like, you know, I've got a picture of like Ray Charles right there mm. in my kitchen. Like it's, it's like, that's the stuff that I love. But once it's passed through the filter, you know, all kind of sprinkles in the pot. It's, you know, when I, released my song rise up i was like i want the strings to be lush and big like like georgia you, you know like i mean ray charles is georgia um you know there are moments in 11 11 my first song that i released where there were these sort of harmonized guitars and i'm like oh that sounds like that sounds like queen that sounds like you know just a little a little you know a se- seasoning of this stuff i i because i didn't aim if i aim to try and sound like ray charles i'm gonna fall short you know what i mean so um uh so i think that you know you got to, you can only aim to sound like you but but it's going it, it's necessarily influenced by everything you've ever kind of kind of listened to and i called the 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 record songs songs for you partly because because of my love of donny hathaway and that recording of that liam russell song hmm. so let me go back a little bit more go a little deeper dig a little deeper on what crash asked you you come at a lot of this stuff, and you kind of hinted at it there, where all of this has a, an impact on you and everywhere you've been, and all of the success that you've had in uh, uh, film and TV, where people are directing you. Did you take those influences and say, "All right, uh, I got stuff in here that can't sit back any longer, and I'm taking all the filters off." I've got a, a different, unique sound now, and it's time for the world to hear it. I think, I think, yeah, there's something about the way you phrased that, which, which makes me f- feel something very sort of 
vulnerable, which is which is actually I tried to do this about 20, over 20 years ago. And but I was interested in sort of making music and I didn't know what I sounded like when I was at school. I did these like Stevie Wonder soul nights. I did Frank Sinatra tribute concerts <laughs> when in my oh, wow. acting career, I've played like train hopping Americana folk singers in a movie called Jackie and Ryan with Catherine Heigl. I've sung 20s jazz in Easy Virtue. I've sung ridiculous 80s glam rock in Killing Bono, but it's never me. It was never <laughs> my voice. It was never my message. It was never my life that I was singing about. And it, I just reached a point, I think, during the pandemic, I think a lot of people were focused on, you know, if you take away my identity if you take away the things that I have to look forward to and the, the structure to my life and all of those things what am I left with and actually I was left with some of these what I was left with was time to 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 sort of exactly what you said like find my sound my voice my messaging and uh you know and my kind of thematic through line of, of hope and I think I've been drawn to, to 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 movies and tv shows about hope and I think all my songs are like very like hopeful in nature and I think that that was kind of we I realized only at age 40 that that is kind of my like defining characteristic and one more here on that line you spent time as an actor uh, trying to relay somebody else's vision whether it's a director or a writer an editor or a producer when you got into the studio with your own music did you find yourself trying to be that kind of influence on everybody else or maybe even on yourself to uh, go to a vision that you had 20 years ago and now after washing it through all these filters, you feel strong enough to present it. Yeah, but it, what you said in the last question about, about taking the filters away is actually more what it felt like. So yes, of course, I would work with these great producers, um, uh, who would help me with the instrumentation and, and the connections and, and how to get the music out there and everything. But um, it was about taking away the edit, taking away the direction and the script and all of those things and having it be as, as sort of direct and pure as it, as it could be. Um, but I, but I still, you know, like I do with really good directors on, on movies, you know, really, really good directors also know when the best idea in the room is not theirs. Hmm. so it was the same for me with the producers if they're like you know what we should we shouldn't have brass on this track because it's getting muddy and heavy and you know <laughs> and I'm like yeah okay you're, yeah I think I think that's right play it to me both ways and then yeah no they're right so so I think <laughs> it's like that it's 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 more of that navigation like like you're saying yeah but I loved I loved that part of it I loved, I loved being able to have to be involved in that in that process and 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 hear people's uh, perspectives and use people's talents like the str string arrangers, the brass arrangement. Why, you know, to my to some friends, I would singing backing vocals or whatever. They put their little their little vibe on it, and it and it it's better because they poured something of them into it. Freak Nation, you know him from The Punisher, Westworld, Shadow of Bone, The Chronicles of Narnia, and now you know him for his voice. Uh, ben Barnes joining us in the Lucas Oil Studios. What hey, what are you driving around the streets of LA right now, Ben? Do you know what I've got? I've I've actually uh, uh, I've been driving a, a very old Range Rover because I'm a Brit in LA, and everyone's car is supposed to be too big in in LA. But, um, but I've 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 recently had my eye on the uh, on the uh, the Taycan, the, the electric. Whoa. The electric Porsche, I just think it's very beautiful. It reminds me of an Aston Martin, but you know, because I I love all that old school James Bond 
Aston Martin kind of styling. But I think the Taycan is one of the most beautiful cars that Porsche have come up with. You just can't. An English person saying Aston Martin, and that's how you're supposed to say it. I know. We, say, can't, we can't even try. Say Aston Martin one more time, Ben. Aston Martin. Yeah, see. Damn. <laughs> If someone would just give me that, that that elusive DB4 that is just like that car that is like you can't even like you've never even seen one, but they're like you've just seen pictures and they make you drool a little bit. But. Yeah. Well, buddy, thanks for doing this. Good luck to you, man. We'll we'll have this uh, video out on all of our social platforms and run the audio on the national radio show Sunday night, man. And we'll let uh, Amanda know and you know via all the social media platforms, buddy. Thank you for doing this, man. Great to talk with you guys. This was great. Thank right. you very much. All right, man. See you. Have a great day. Oh, no. Let me join the list of motorsports fans who are disappointed that Michael Andretti wasn't able to buy his way into Formula One. He was working on a deal to buy out Sauber Racing and take over the Alfa Romeo team on the F1 grid. Word said Andretti was supposed to close the deal while the F1 teams were in Austin, Texas last weekend, but all that collapsed with some mystery. I'm offering something that's purely speculation, and let me emphasize purely speculation, but it's where talks like this wind up these days. Andretti Autosport has far less than 200,000 followers in its social media universe. Alfa Romeo Racing, more than 3 million. If you want a reason, there's one. Sponsors want to know that you can offer value added far beyond names on the car and merch. Social media does that. Size indeed matters in that important universe. American race teams will eventually understand the depth of that reality. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Do you own an annuity? either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Hello, you there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 
That's 800-756-3744. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil. Freeall spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone-free. Professionals have trusted Freeall Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Freeall today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. Angie's list is now Angie, and getting your to-do list done just got easier. Between back to school and with the holidays around the corner, it can feel like there's no time to tackle home projects. Whether you need help with emergency repairs or major upgrades, Angie matches you with top local pros who can get the job done right. Browse reviews, see upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Save time for what matters most. Book your next project at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Halloween, Freak Nation. This segment brought to you by good friends at Lucas Oil. Inside your engine, outside your engine, inside your car, outside your car. They got the product to keep your ride looking snappy and being happy. Just go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com. You know, when I think of horror movies, my horror movies when I was a kid are much different than today's horror movies. When you think of a horror movie, Statman, what's your go-to to just scare the bejesus out of you? Um, I don't, I generally don't watch horror movies, uh, because I worked in the news business so long that some (laughs) of the, some of the pictures I have from looking in a dark edit room at weirdness uh, is worse than some the worst stuff that they could think of to put in a horror movie. So I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night with, you know, unnecessarily. Crash, your your horror movie experience is even still a little bit different than mine, given the fact that we're 10 years apart. I mean, the go-tos for me were The Exorcist. That was really the go-to for me was was The Exorcist. And then Halloween, Friday the 13th. Those were go-tos for me. But what about you? Yeah, Jason Jason started my fear of stuff. But then... I guess I had, a, I had a slumber party in October in, I think it was fourth grade, and saw Rosemary's Baby, and that freaked oh, me out. Oh, yes, But yes. the overall, my 80s experience was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. For some reason, that one also kind of freaked me out, even though I look back on it now, and I'm like, come on. <laughs> because horror has evolved so much better now than what it was. But, yeah, Freddy Krueger kind of got me going in the 80s. Yeah, I forgot about Rosemary's Baby. Oh, and Carrie. Oh, yeah, see. What about I, Silence of the Lambs? That's, yes. That's more 90s, and yes. But is that a horror it's, flick? It's just or sp- 
spooky, yeah. creepy, and it yeah. that worked. That Silence of the Lambs, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. Really good. I I finally watched that about 10, 15 years after it was out. <laughs> and uh, when I, when I saw what was going to happen at the end, I just closed my eyes. I didn't want to. I didn't want to have that memory in my head. You Put know? the lotion yeah. in the basket. Freak yeah. Nation, Major League Soccer is starting to wrap up their season. We're going to have a championship before we know it. Houston Dynamo's own Griffin Dorsey, which, by the way, they're not running for the championship. He joins us next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Hole Studios on Halloween night. Speed Freaks, motorsports radio redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. It's a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring 11 highly competitive racing series. This year's live coverage on MAV-TV features the Arca Menard Series, midget car action provided by the Power Eye National Midget League, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, and the Pro Pulling League. There's even the Moto America Series, Midwest Drag Racing Series, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, Hoosier Arena Cross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl National. It's MAV-TV's most robust live coverage schedule in network history. So come join us at MAV-TV, the only television network in the U.S. dedicated exclusively to motorsports. For more information on MAV-TV and MAV-TV Plus, go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Say I waste my life for weight. 
again, hope you're having a safe and happy and prosperous Halloween night. Getting, I mean, I want, I want tonnage when it comes to Reese's peanut butter cups in my uh, snappy candy bag. Oh, but, that's uh, what you mean by prosperous. Yeah, prosperous. Yeah. Again, happy Halloween night to your Freak Nation. If you miss any of the show, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. Major League Soccer star Griffin Dorsey will be joining us in moments, but I want to remind you, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and again, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Ben Barnes was in here earlier, actor, now singer. He was here in last hour. Natalie Decker and the writers from Midnight Zombie Massacre, the Manson Brothers, Midnight Zombie Massacre, they joined us. You miss any of the show, go to the website speedfreaks.tv. Now, Major League Soccer star Griffin Dorsey joins us here in the Freak Nation. Uh, so many things that we could talk to you about. Your season's winding down. You're not ending up where you would like to, of course. But, again, this is your first big boy season with the Dynamo. Uh, you're originally from Colorado, and I see that – I don't know if you had a chance to play against Colorado. In, did you make your debut in July with the Dynamo? Is that right? I want to say that's right, yeah. Right? <laughs> So you didn't you, you didn't play point all blur together. Yeah. yeah. From leaving Toronto to coming to Houston, it, it all at this point is blurring together. So you didn't have a chance to compete against the Rapids in that May match where they took down the Dynamo. I believe you were there for the August match. You've got another Colorado Rapids match coming up. Is it tough to not like your own state's soccer team? I want to be honest. I mean, I was in Toronto, so I know what it's right. like to not like other teams, especially Colorado. And um, it doesn't really change here. You know, being a, an ex-season ticket holder for the Rapids, it's uh, it's definitely a little weird not to be cheering for them. But when we go head to head, it's definitely not friendly. Well, Crasher, before we get into your who's your love, I've, I've got to get into this because we, we've, we've had numerous Dynamo players and uh fc dallas players here in the freak nation and i am from dallas and anything south of dallas we just didn't like including houston has it been uh beaten into your head that anything anything north of houston austin dallas you just don't like buddy yeah i mean i'm gonna be honest one of my first one of my first uh one of my initial first games i want to say one of my first five games was in austin and you could just tell the heat um between those fans, the Houston fans, the environment in general is is, is not very friendly. Um, like any rivalry, though. But the thing is, do you are you a player that that thrives off of the enemy's fans, your your rivals' fans, or do you want your home? I mean, you always want your home field to be loud and crazy. Mm-hmm. But do you kind of get more geeked up when it's the enemy fans that are yelling smack at you? I think it's a little bit of both. As a player, I think it gives you energy when you got your fans backing you, and I think it also gives you energy when you got fans in your ear talking, talking the way they want to talk to you. So it's definitely a little bit of both. And then how do you channel that to focus on the pitch? I mean, let's say things aren't going your way, and you've got to channel that energy into making something positive happen on the pitch. How do you do that, or how have you learned to do that over the years? You know, I think it even started in Indiana. I mean, the rivalry between Indiana and Maryland, for example, in the Big Ten and soccer is is massive. And when we would go to Maryland, it's it's not like it was a friendly environment to play in. And I think as a player, you just learn to adapt to either silencing it out or some players decide to let it in and just let it fire them up. I think for me, it's about letting it in and just embracing the entire moment and and, and letting it fire me up. 
That's tough for me to understand because being, again, being in a relationship with someone from Indiana, I don't think of Maryland. I think of... Hold on, hold on. Do you want to clarify that not only do we work together, but we're married? Yeah, look at... Griff is going, what the hell (laughs) did I just walk into, man? (laughs) Yeah, we've... It doesn't happen every day, Griffin, where you have two co-hosts that are married together. Well, married uh, together as well. But, uh, okay, let me take a step back. Because, again, I'm from Dallas. I'm a UT fan. So needless to say, if you're from Oklahoma, you stink, you suck. Uh, and I would, and I understand it's the same thing when it comes to IU. Anything Purdue, you suck. So when I hear Maryland is, granted, I don't. Maryland's got a badass team, but still, do you have any hatred for Purdue, Bud? I mean, obviously, you got to have hatred for Purdue, but the fact that they don't have a men's soccer team and playing kind <laughs> of makes it makes it a little bit different. I mean, when it comes to basketball and football, yeah, we hate Purdue, but when it comes to soccer, I mean. The, the rivalry really isn't there because there's no team to do. You know, hold on though. You just touched on something. I'm I'm still shocked that they don't have a team. Still, I graduated a long time ago. I graduated in '94 from IU, but it just blows my mind that with how soccer has grown, I think leaps and bounds over the last couple of decades in the United States, how some D1 colleges still don't have teams. Do we need to change that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's no doubt that that needs to change. I think you're starting to see it change. And even the way the MLS is growing in the U.S. is just showing that soccer is becoming more and more popular throughout the country. And, you know, college is, is just another aspect where that, that can piggyback off of. And then also with how soccer has grown, these clubs, these leagues have been the way that you guys have well, again, everybody's story is different, mm-hmm. but it seems like some of these club teams are how people are getting their way into the MLS ranks. College is another route. Is there a little bit of a splintering in the feeder system of soccer because of all these different ways to get to the big leagues? Yeah, I mean, I think it's difficult, and especially as a young American kid, you know, trying to make it in the MLS, you see the MLS growing, and, you know, sometimes some clubs value it more to go to South Central or South America and find a, a player, a young player, instead of, of looking in the U.S. ranks, um, which also makes it difficult. I think, you know, there's definitely a few things that make it really difficult, but the growth in the league is definitely is definitely hard. Griffin, you were talking about the growth of soccer in Canada. When you think of Toronto, Toronto FC, you played for before. You think of Toronto, you think of the Maple Leafs, the hockey team. What was the growth of soccer in Canada compared to what we're told is Canada's first love, hockey? Yeah, I mean, I I think the hockey culture there is almost like the NFL culture here. I mean, it's, it's live, breathe, die, Maple Leafs. And everybody is the same way. And I think even with the Raptors winning their their uh, their title while I was up there as well, made basketball a very big sport. But I think that soccer rivals right there in the in the third spot, right underneath basketball and hockey. We saw the success of the women's national team, who won the gold medal in the Olympics. That probably helped with the growth of soccer in Canada. But what the freaks and the freak nation really wants to know is. Trash talking. Would you talk any trash with maybe your top rival in the MLS? Maybe it's Austin now. Do you talk any trash when you get on the pitch and you're in the heat of the game? You know, I think right now I'm trying to still 
get my footing a little bit in the league. You know, I've, I've had, I think, 15 to 17 games played. So I'm still, you know, working my way into the league. I don't think too much about trash talk. But I can tell you that here and there it definitely comes out. But after the games, you know, I'm a very friendly person. <laughs> very friendly. Griffin Dorsey joining us here in the Freak Nation from Houston Dynamo. The dirtiest team that you've played against so far in Major League Soccer is? i got to go Real Salt Lake. Ooh. Ooh. That's yeah. the last team I would think. All, all those nice folks up there in Utah, oh, buddy. Nice. <laughs> it's a farce. <laughs> really? Sit, tell us why. They've got a couple midfielders that can get pretty nasty and, you know, definitely not. You don't want to poke and prod too much with their midfielders. <laughs> okay, who was just mic'd up recently? It was in motorsports, actually, where I saw somebody mic'd up and it was just absolutely hysterical. Of course, some trash talk was going on as well. Mm-hmm. Is that something that maybe it's, it's different with MLS, especially with no commercial breaks and needing to adjust the microphones on the fly? But is that something that MLS maybe should look at in the future is micing people up to really get the flavor of what's going on with you guys out on the pitch? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that could be a possibility down the line. Um, yeah, that's, that's an interesting question. I definitely believe that that could help spark some more some more interest in the league. Because I feel like there's more ridiculous banter that goes on between you guys than there is on an NFL field. I, there's just, you guys are constantly gnawing at each other, whereas in the NFL it's, you have a play and then it's done. And then you oh, have a play and then it's done. come on, they'd crash or they'd eat each other's faces if they could. Well, <laughs> yeah, but the helmets are in the way. I mean, let's just, let's give MLS credit where credit's due. I mean, right. they've got the best talking game in the business. Wow, I respect that. Holy smokes. <laughs> and I want to see it on TV. Hey, Griffin, uh, do you have a girlfriend? I do. Can she decorate your house a little better? Oh, come on. I mean, you have nothing. You have a mirror behind you and a I white wall, bro. A nice plant. Ah, it's okay, a there's some pictures on the wall and a plant. Oh, I've got it all set up. Look, i got all my guitars oh. right here. Oh, oh it's <laughs> over, man. There it is. Wow. Why don't you yes. use use the guitars as your backdrop, bro? Come on. I can do that. Those are we'll badass. Switch. Yeah, let's take a look. <laughs> Give us stories. How did you get those and, and why? And yeah. ooh, Whoa. gorgeous. No, I decided this one I got in uh, the red one I got in Toronto. The gold one I got in Colorado. And then this was my first guitar. Oh, that a boy? Looks yeah. familiar. Kid. Yeah, you do have a girlfriend. You have a pumpkin by the TV. Women just like putting pumpkins around <laughs> the apartment. I got, pumpkins. I got pumpkins everywhere. I know. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It's fall. It's pumpkin spice everything. Stop it with your hatred for the pumpkin. But come on, Griffin. You didn't roll out to freaking uh, Safeway or I don't know what the hell the stores uh HEB and go, hey babe, let's get a white pumpkin and put it to the lower right of the TV, right? I'm I'm counting right now. I got one, two, three, four, five, five pumpkins in my living room to dining room area. I can promise they weren't my purchases. (laughs) But well done to the girlfriend. All right. If I was to walk in on you, Dorsey, Rip Dorsey with uh, Dynamo joining us here in the free. If I was to walk in on you with your guitar, uh, and you could play any kind of music, what would you be playing on one of those snappy guitars behind you? I mean, if I could play any? Yeah. Uh, I mean, 
I'm going John Mayer. Whoa. Ooh. I mean, that's like top class years and years of practice. I still got a long way to go before I can play some of his stuff, but definitely John Mayer. Is that how you got your girlfriend? You started playing some John Mayer for? Because that's that. that <laughs> That'll work. That dude can get women lit up all over the place, man. Um, I'm more of like a classic rock. I listen to a lot of my dad's music, um, which is okay. kind of funny. <laughs> which is give me a couple. That's of more up your alley, Kenny. Your yeah. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I mean, like you know, the Who, the Eagles, yeah. Rolling Stones. Those are my type of bands. I, I'm not much of a millennial music enthusiast. <laughs> That to me, though, and yes, I'm biased. That is Bloomington music. That is Bloomington, Indiana Hoosier music, right there. I so tell you right now that a, a big reason I listen to it too is my Bloomington native friend uh, on the soccer team um, was one who introduced me to a lot of it. Boom! There you go. All right. Well, let's 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 say this then, Griffin Griffin Dorsey, Houston Dynamo, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Sold out. It's uh, what is it? NRG Stadium. I think where, so. Yeah, Houston? yeah. Yeah, where where the Texans play. Sold out in a NRG Stadium, and you get to fill in for Pete Townsend or let's say uh, Joe Walsh of the Eagles. What chords are you going to rip? What band are you going to join? To uh... and you've practiced and you are perfect yeah, yeah, at it. Yeah. <laughs> God, I mean that's a hard one. Wow, <laughs> stumped. I mean, like, Rocky Mountain Way is Joe Walsh, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as a Colorado guy, Rocky Mountain Way is, like, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I would have to go with that. And we would, we would be – we're also – also love us some motorsports. Please tell me that uh, the time you spent in Indiana, you did get a chance to see an Indianapolis 500. It's only two years. No. What? I was in, I mean, I was at IU for a year and a half. It wasn't like I was there for four years. Right. Uh, <laughs> Hello, Super but, Draft. Uh, no, the, the closest I got to racing was the um, the little five. <laughs> see, that's bike race. So, good enough, go. though. Good enough. And see, cool. that's another movie you need to watch, Richie, by the way, Breaking Away, all about the little 500. Yes, we will school you later on. That's badass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, little five hundred. Yes, that that's Bloomington tradition. Perfect. That's all he needs right now. It's, as soon as he scores more goals, he'll get invited to the five hundred as a Houston Dynamo VIP guest. Mm-hmm. It'll be all good. Well, buddy, uh, thanks for doing this. Uh, good luck to you for the for next year. Hopefully, Dynamo will be contending for that championship. But we know that um, you'd much rather be in a better position than you are at this point. But man, thanks for doing this. Hopefully, that the, those pumpkins don't stick around too damn long. Come November first. Well, okay, no, they'll stick around for they'll Thanksgiving. Stick yeah, right. They don't turn into fir trees or pine trees until after yeah. Thanksgiving. Exactly. Or little Santa Clauses. It's badass. Hey, Griffin, <laughs> man, thanks for doing this, bud. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. What I tell you, Freak Nation, it is a Halloween night. Hell of a spray with musicians, uh, drivers, and big time horror movie writers and actors. If you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. Capped off with a footy freak. Look at you, Crash. Houston Dynamo's own Griffin Dorsey here in the Freak Nation. Statman, uh, you have about six or seven pounds of Snickers waiting on you after this show? At least. Yeah, I got one Snickers bar. It's about seven pounds in there waiting to get hit. 
It's his pillow. He has a Snickers pillow. He's just going to go to sleep. You just turn over and eat your pillow. They go back to sleep. That is greatness. I'm sure that's already been invented, but that would be a hell of a way to go. All right, Freak Nation, thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. NASCAR Championship Weekend next weekend. Shoot the juice to the moose, the stat man. Cut it loose. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Don't miss See Better, Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase a pair of select wiper blades. Our professional parts people will even install them for free. Plus, earn triple O rewards points. Get ready for the weather ahead during See Better, Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800 449 1759. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.